All right, welcome to the CDP Rapid Fire. If you haven't already, do check out our free newsletter on databeats.community. So joining us today are five really amazing, really bold people who are deep in the CDP waters, as many of you might already know. So please uh, join me in welcoming them. We've got the CEO of Census, Boris Jabes. Hey, it's, uh, thanks, uh, thanks, thanks for having me. The CEO of Mparticle, MK. Hello, hello. Good seeing you guys. The founder of the CDP Institute and the man who coined the term customer data platform, Mr. David Robb. Hi, folks. We have a pro RevOps practitioner, Jacques. Hey, everyone. Glad to be here. And, and of course, uh, last but not the least, uh, we have a pro CDP consultant, Matthew. Thanks, Arpit. Happy to be here. And also joining me today is Glenn from Human37. Uh, he's my co-host today. Hi, guys. Well, awesome. Uh, so this is how we're going to roll. Uh, there are going to be two rounds. In round one, I'm going to read out a few statements. And our guests here are going to respond with either I agree or I disagree and share their quick thoughts. And then in round two, Glenn is going to ask them some follow-up questions based on their responses. And we're also going to answer questions that we receive from the audience on LinkedIn. And just before we begin, uh, I'd also like to quickly provide some context on how we ended up in this rapid fire. So Glenn and I have been thinking about collaborating for a long time. He implements CDPs for uh, companies in Europe, and I'm building a community, so I talk to a lot of people. And we found one thing in common, you know, everybody in the CDP space was confused. You know, people building CDPs, people selling CDPs, those who are buying CDPs, even people are using CDPs or, you know, um, implementing CDPs. Everyone was confused and a lot of people were genuinely frustrated. And we just wanted to change that. We also think that this battle between composable and packaged CDPs is is fruitless. It's not really helping anybody. It's not really adding any value. So we just wanted to get, you know, people together who want to basically, you know, discuss more important problems, who want to just get together to to talk about more pressing problems that our industry faces. So so that's the goal. And that's how we landed up here in this CDP rapid fire. And uh, before we get into it, I just want to quickly give our guests uh, the opportunity to share some opening statements. So Boris, do you want to go? Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. So I'm Boris Trebest, the CEO at Census, a uh, company we started about uh, four or five years ago. And we just wanted to help companies, you know, get on the same page about everything they knew about their users, their, their you know, company, their widgets, their customers. And we've been working with uh, data teams to get their information out into the hands of sales and marketing and, and support and finance and product. Uh, from from their data stack, from their data warehouse, etc. So so that's what we've been doing for the last few years, and now we find ourselves in this wonderful conversation around customer data platforms. Thanks, Boris. Um, Michael, do you want to go? Yes. Uh, thanks for having me, um, Michael Katz, one of the co-founders as well as the CEO of MParticle. Um, I feel like I've been dragged into this conversation a bunch recently. So thanks, <laughs> Arpit and Glenn and everybody here. Um, We've been doing it for, for about 10 years. I think we are one of the companies widely credited with creating the space. Maybe not the, the term CDP, but the actual technology. Um, and it's, uh, it's been a fun evolution to see things kind of come together. Yep, absolutely. Thanks, Michael. Uh, David, um, do you want to go? So sure. And, and yes, absolutely. And Particle is a pioneer in the space, Michael. No question about that. We're old. We're uh, old. Um, we're old. Well, we don't, <laughs> no, we don't discuss age. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Veterans. Veterans, like. Veterans, experienced. Uh, and there's a lot of experience involved here. And, and uh, I think Arpit um, 
it's not a fruitless discussion. It's not a, it's not a battle. It, it's all about making sure that companies get what they need and get the right solution. And there are different ways to uh, solve these problems. So it's, let's, let's not make it hostile. Let's just try to understand what's the best for everyone and how everybody can figure out what's best for them, really. That's precisely the goal here. Thanks, David. Uh, Jacques, do you want to go? Yeah, so I mean, I, I work in revenue operations, right? So what I'm really interested about is how do I enable sales, marketing, and customer success teams? That's the end of the game. Technology is just the means to an end. Um, some bits of technology more suited to others, depending on the company. Um, just not to to get, spill the beans all right away, but that's kind of my view. All right. Thanks, Jacques. And Matthew? Yeah, so um, also in the uh, CDP business, more from a consultancy point of view, helping companies with procurement uh, assessments and also with the implementation and uh, trying to leverage or at least get more value out of CDPs and uh, constantly running into uh, uh, these discussions with, with customers and potential customers on what are the ba uh, best paths to take. So uh, definitely bringing some, uh, some experience from in the field and uh, happy to uh, continue this discussion here in this great group. Thanks, Matthew. Um, well, I think we are ready to roll. So we're going to start with round one. I'm going to read the statements one by one. I'm going to call out uh, the names of our guests and then they can just respond with I agree or I disagree, right? Um, so here we go. Number one, a composable CDP is better suited for engineering-driven organizations. Boris? I agree. MK? Depends. Okay. David? I'll go with depends as well, <laughs> if that's an option. All right. Jacques? Depends as well. Okay. <laughs> Matthew, people are not taking strong opinions, sharing strong opinions. <laughs> uh, depends, but leading towards I agree. Okay. Okay. Um, number two, if an organization is starting from scratch, it's faster to implement a package CDP. Boris? Hmm. It depends on what from scratch means. Uh, <laughs> if, they're, if they don't have anything in place, they don't have um, any of the components in place and they just have to decide either build, build a composable CDP or, you know, buy a package CDP. Hmm. Hmm. I might lean for the, for the sake of uh, conciliatory behavior to agree, but I think it really depends on what from scratch means. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Uh, MK? It, yeah, it, it, it all depends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Um, David? I actually would lean towards packaged here fairly clearly, but you got a bunch of consultants in the room. They're all going to say everything depends. That's, that's what <laughs> consultants do. <laughs> Jacques? I would lean towards uh, packaged as a better solution that term. Okay, Matthew? Uh, sorry, David, I'll have to prove you right. It, it, Oh, I have to prove you right. Um, it indeed uh, it depends. Uh, there's just too many options still out there. What is the company trying to achieve in terms of goals, and uh, what are the first phases of their implementation? That's a, more than yes or no. So. Okay, so the next statement is the pricing structure of package CDPs must be simplified. Boris. Ooh, um, I, I'll admit I don't think I know the ins and outs of every single package CDP's uh, pricing complexity, uh, but. I would definitely say that people are unhappy with the pricing of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. MK? Yeah, I don't know if like simple is the single most important defining characteristic of, of pricing. Um, 
we're going to be making a pretty cool announcement over the course of the next month or so. Um, I think we've solved a lot of the problems that people have with respect to the historic approach that CDPs have taken to pricing. So stay stay tuned. Okay, awesome. David, uh, the pricing structure of package CDPs must be simplified. What do you think? I don't think I've ever heard anyone complain about the complexity of the okay. pricing structure. So I'll, I'll go with no. I don't think that's, I mean, I don't think that's okay. really a major issue in the industry. Okay, Jacques? I mean, I've bought a few CDPs in my time and I've never had any issues with the pricing complexity. It's all been pretty explicitly clear. Uh, Matthew? I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I think this, this area needs a lot more transparency to, for the ben- to benefit the, uh, the clients. Okay, number four. Data governance and privacy compliance are a lot easier to manage using a package CDP since those components are fully, you know, you don't have to buy separate components. So data governance and privacy compliance. Morris? Disagree. Uh, privacy and compliance only work if you have the really complete picture. Uh, and I think I, I'll concede that having a ready-to-go thing is good, but you need to have the full picture. MK, what do you think? Yeah, completely agree. These uh, these capabilities need to be um, integrated from the point of data collection. Um, so the system that provides an access point to the ecosystem of tools can also provide a, an appropriate choke point as well. There's really no other approach that, um, how do I put this, like solves it as, as elegantly as um, the CDPs like in Particle that focus on the end-to-end um, movement. Okay, David, what do you think? Uh, I, I disagree because uh, very few companies have all of the privacy-relevant data in their CDP. So you're, it, it just ain't that simple. I mean, if they were, if we're all there, then I'd be with Michael. But Jacques, uh, what do you think? For me, it's more of a people problem than a technology problem. Um, whether you do it packaged or composable, you're going to have to have people set up the right systems and processes. So, yeah, it's a it's people problem, not tech. Okay. Matthew, I know you have some opinions here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd definitely be in the middle again. Uh, depends. I think uh, Jacques had, uh, uh, made a point there with uh, being a people problem. I, you know, it's a, it's a people, it's a money problem, it's a tech problem. It's, it's, it's all combined. Somebody needs to have an overview of, uh, of all your data. And that goes beyond your one tech, uh, one piece of technology. Okay, um, next statement. Organizations can assemble a composable CDP using components offered by packaged CDPs. So you could have a composable CDP where you have one component being powered by, say, mparticle, um, and then you have other components, right? And you basically assemble your packaged CDP. So you could have like CDI being powered by mparticle or ID resolution being powered by segment, whatever. I, I mean, <clears throat> I suppose theoretically, but it seems, uh, you, you know, I think I'd have to disagree if only because even the way MK said it, you know, it's like <laughs> you're going to go from, the, the whole point is to go from soup to nuts, right? And so how do you swap out <laughs> one of the pieces uh, seems complicated or not easily doable, but theoretically. MK, what do you think? Um, I think if the packaged CDP, and, and, and look, everything that I... I'm talking about is really through the lens of M particle, not like CDPs very broadly. Um, so if the solution offers configurability in the various components, then yeah, of course you can you can mix and match. I'd say that that 
that probably makes a lot more sense than choosing multiple different CDPs and layering them on top of each other. Like we're all kind of competitive and don't really like integrating. <laughs> okay. Um, but, um, David, um, organizations can assemble a composable CDP using components offered by package CDPs. Well, maybe in theory, but I can't kind of imagine. I mean, yeah, people do have multiple CDPs, as, as Michael just said, because some are better at others, and I guess you can, and, and they do string them together. But if you really wanted to component high solution, that's just weird. Okay, uh, Jacques, um, I know you worked both with you know package CDPs and components of composable CDPs. What do you think? I mean, I think in theory. Um, Yes, but in practice, there are elements of both that do slightly different things in slightly different ways that, you know, they're not replaceable. So it's a Venn diagram, right? And there is a space that's shared, but it's, they're still two separate circles, mostly. Okay. Matthew, based on your experience implementing CDPs, what do you think? Yeah, so I've, I've, I'm slowly seeing a trend where uh, some lacking modules or uh, parts of a uh, package CDP uh, are replaceable by new and better, possibly even cheaper solutions coming onto the market. Uh, but uh, yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Okay, awesome. Um, the next statement is package CDPs are more suitable for organizations where identity resolution is a must-have. Morris, what do you think? I think if identity resolution is a must-have, uh, the you are on almost certainly not a simple organization. Uh, and so you must invest in your own entity matching of some sort that you also kind of do. Uh, and de-anonymizing users off your website is like really kind of level one. So if it's really crucial to your organization, then I disagree. Okay. Um, MK, what do you think? I would, I would agree. Um, the reason you need identity resolution is to solve for things like privacy um, as well as personalization, the way that the information gets organized. Not all identity resolution is, is the same. So the way we tend to think about it is providing an open, flexible framework where everything's completely configurable and the customer is in total control over the, over the waterfall and the rules that they create terms of how things get matched, because that has a huge um, implication in terms of how the data ends up getting activated. So if the if the goal is personalization, um, then absolutely need integrated uh, identity resolution capabilities. Okay. Um, David, I know you have a um, strong opinion about this. So do you think package CDPs are more suitable for organizations where ID resolution is a must-have? Well, ID resolution is a must-have for everyone. Uh, but there are plenty of ID resolution systems that exist outside of package CDPs. And of course, the, the package CDPs vary greatly in their ID resolution capabilities. So I, overall, I'm going to disagree just because I think it's framing uh, the issue probably in a way that's not terribly relevant. Okay. Um, Jacques, what do you think? I mean, I th yeah, I mean, as David said, you know, idea resolution is usually kind of fairly critical for most businesses, but how you do it, less important. Um, as long as you've got that data resolved and you, 
you do the the really mission critical like data privacy stuff that MK is talking about. Um, I, it doesn't really matter where and how you do it. Got it, Matthew. Uh, I disagree as well. It's it, it's a it's a nice feature. Uh, it would make life a lot easier to have everything one uh, in a, in a package CDP, but it's not required. Okay. Um, so the next one is a little complex. So composable CDPs are better suited for organizations where data models are complex with many to many relationships between business entities. So usually at B two B organizations where one user can be part of multiple organizations, right? If if if, if it's important for you to like work with this data model, then the composable approach is better. What do you think, uh, Boris? I think the more you want flexibility, the more you're going to want to be composable. Uh, and given where we were born, uh, where we specifically work with, let's call it, those kinds of uh, relationships of very, very, very many-to-many -many kind of biased organization kind of like architecture, then I would say, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, MK, what do you think? Um, I would I would disagree um, because I I think that there's um, varying levels of, of functionality that I've I've seen across the uh, like the reverse ETL landscape where some of them force a single or like a kind of one to one mapping for for a data model from sources to destinations. So for every source, you have to map that to a des one destination. And then if you want to add a second and a third and a fourth and a fifth, so on, you have to integrate that five times. And then when you have a second source, you have to do that again. And it's completely inefficient. Um, for us at MParticle, we do offer really flexible and easy workflows. So um, our customers can map on a many-to-many -many basis. So there's just a ton more of operational leverage um but i don't want to kind of like uh speak overly generally um i, I don't like I'm, I'm not familiar with the way that census does it but i know others are um, definitely more limited in in the setup yep uh david um what do you think is the composable approach better for b2b organizations where data models are complex with many to many relationships <sighs> Well, it depends on the CDP and it depends on the uh, composable tools there. Some CDPs are built for B2B and they're, I would imagine they're going to do just fine. Thank you very much. Uh, other CDPs do have severe constraints on the data models and others don't. So it, it's really, and same on the other side of it. I mean, what you get with the composable, let's, we haven't gotten to defining composable, but let's assume composable in practical terms means you're using a data warehouse as your primary data store. Um, that's, an, that's an inherently flexible uh, technology. So if you're really asking which has the most flexible data model and you're not going to pay too much attention to the differences between the CDPs, uh, you will get the maximum flexibility on a data warehouse, which is your definition or is the common definition of composable. Okay. Jacques? I mean, for me, it's almost like this isn't a CDP or reverse ETL problem. This is a downstream destination issue where you're trying to actually unlock the use of that data. Um, I mean, I've, I've experienced both kind of working fine depending on the downstream destination. It really depends where you're trying to send the data and how flexible that, that downstream system is. I agree. Uh, Matthew? Yeah, ditto. It's, it, 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 
just depends on, and I, I'm copying and pasting that term in almost every answer, but uh, we just don't have enough data points to, I don't, to properly answer that question. But uh, in, yeah, in general, data, like David said, if, if data warehouse is your source, you can be as flexible as you uh, can be. But, you know, package GDPs uh, can also be quite flexible and get, you can get creative within them. Yep. Okay, so uh, the last statement, um, behavioral data, which is a key element of a CDP, is much easier to collect using the components offered by a package CDP. Boris? I think it's much easier to aggregate um, and collect from everywhere. So if it's just coming from your website, I will give it to MK. I think it is 100% probably easier to do from a package CDP. Uh, but if it's multi-source... And, and by behavioral data, we, we actually were referring to first-party behavioral data. So data that you're collecting from your own apps, you know, your own apps, websites. Right. So, yeah, so the, more, the more that is spread out, right, to whether it's like you have 10 SKUs of your, your product or you have also billing systems and all sorts of other first-party data, I think that I would disagree. Uh, and yeah, but, but, but definitely, if the properties count is small, then, then okay. I'll give it to the package yep. CP. Okay, I'm okay. Um, from a collection standpoint, absolutely agree. At least through the through the lens of of M Particle, um, where we've built out, I think something like twenty five different native uh, SDKs for for data collection. Um, when you look at the alternative, most of the time it's you know. ETL going into your data warehouse and you look at the connectors offered by someone like Fivetran and they don't even accept identity for the vast majority of their, their connectors. So customer okay. data is unique in that it has to map to an identity. And so not supporting identity in the vast majority of your connectors is a complete non-starter. So by definition, the answer is absolutely yes. Okay, David, um, do you think, you know, package CDPs are better suited for behavioral data collection? Uh, well, actually, I think I like Michael's answer. I mean, many of the CDP vendors have put a lot of energy into the data collection side of things. Um, so comparing that with a generic data collection tool or even a collection of generic data collection tools, you're probably going to have an easier solution, uh, at least in the package CDPs that are focused on that. So. Again, they all differ, but... Yep, uh, Jacques? I agree. I think the other thing to look at is also that you can do things in, well, in more of a real-time respect with a package CDP than you could with a composable CDP. And that is, for a lot of businesses, of quite an important factor um, that's worth considering here. Okay, yep. And Matthew? Well, there are a couple. I think I can come up with two right now. Um, composable data ingestion solutions right now or data collection solutions, uh, as you want to call it. Uh, but the ironic thing is that most of the leading CDPs at the moment actually started out as data collection uh, tools uh, eight to 10 years ago. So uh, who knows where those composable ones will be in eight to 10 years from now as well. They might be full-fledged CDPs as well. So uh, do you need a, a package? I would have to disagree at the moment. There are other composable solutions. Well, that brings us to the end of round one of the CDP Rapid Fire. Hope this was, you know, useful and hope this was entertaining. So let me know what you think. We're going to release round two as a separate episode next week. So stay tuned. 